0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another podcast you by DDSA's Young Adult Council. My name is Gerilyn Dexter. I'm a mental health professional, advocate, and one of the Young Adult Council co-chairs. I'm joined by Linnea Johnson, a mental health advocate and author of Perfect Chaos. Welcome back, Linnea. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Wonderful. So, well, we're glad to have you with us again. In our last conversation, I think we talked a little bit about dealing with personal failed expectations so I feel like today we're kind of going to dig a little bit deeper and talk about what it's like when we feel like we're behind our peers and kind of how we cope with those feelings so to start do you ever feel like you've ever just kind of been behind your peers in anything one yeah I often feel that I'm behind my peers um and I think as I get older, I'm catching up slightly, but there's just basic things about being an adult that it took me longer to understand. Um, one mm-hmm. of those things I think I'm most behind in is like money management. Um, <laughs> I was so busy in my teens and early twenties, just dealing with my illness and trying to be well that I never really learned how to manage or budget my money. Um, mm-hmm. And so now I still have moments where I have to ask my parents for help. And that's really frustrating because I feel like I'm like a child not being able to take care of myself. Um mm-hmm. But then, you know, I remember that it's just taking me a little longer to get back to, to where my peers are at this. And I have to realize that while I may be behind and, like, starting a big career, doing other adult things, I'm, you know, far ahead in my ability to take care of myself and my emotional awareness. So I think it kind of balances out. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just sucks having to borrow money from people. <laughs> yeah, it kind of like hurts your pride, first of all. You're here an adult <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute, I should be able to take care of myself. Why can't I figure this thing out? You know, especially if you're working and you do have a job, it's like you look at your bank account and you think, there's where's my money going, you know? Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's such a popular one with a lot of adults that I talk to these days. They, have, I even have trouble with that myself. And I think, oh, my goodness, you know, I, I should have an idea of what I'm doing. You know, I'm almost 30 soon. I need to be able to stay for this and stay for that. And it's just... But you see some people who just know what they're doing. They're so good at it. they You know, they've got all this money saved up. They've got awesome credit. They've done all these things. And I'm like, what are those people doing? <laughs> yeah. So do you feel like you've kind of caught up with that at this point in your life? Or is that something that you still find that you're working on? Um, You know, I feel like... Well, first of all, like in my twenties i i mean i <laughs> I just turned thirty, so not like I'm really out of my twenties that far, but um <laughs> in my early twenties, I would always go through phases where I would overdraw constantly, and I never checked my balance and was like afraid of what I would see um right, and so that was always my problem then, and um. But now I'm getting better at that. And so I think I'm catching up slowly. And um, it's just hard because things like money are just the last things on my mind because I'm just so busy in everything else I do. Um, And so I'm slowly getting more responsible with my money. Um, There's times when I think I have it figured out, but I miscalculate or I forget about certain bills coming in. Um, And, you know, those are the times I feel like a failure, but then it forces me to just try better next time and I'm getting better at budgeting and, um, you know, force myself to learn when, you know, how to make sure that I manage it and think about it. Yeah, I think the thing with money, too, and just even anything that we kind of feel behind this, there's always a lesson, you know, if you... Overdrive your bank account. You you learn the lesson from that, you know, whether it's I should check my bank account more often or maybe I need to be more cautious about what I'm spending on. There's always something that you can kind of learn from that, which is really the takeaway. So Mm -hmm. why do you think that it matters to you so much that you weren't, you didn't really feel that you were as good at managing your money than other people? Because it felt like it was such a basic adult thing, (laughs) you know, like like being a grown-up and knowing how to, like, pay your bills and, like, save money and have enough money to go grocery shopping. I feel like that's the (laughs) number one basic adult thing. (laughs) So, um, you know, even though I may be, you know, accomplished in other things, it just was like this hidden secret of like this embarrassing secret that I didn't want to tell people. And they're like, you know, but you published a book and you got your master's degree. And it's like, yeah, but I still can't do basic things like balance my checkbook. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you kind of discarded yourself a little bit when you look at kind of the whole, like you said, I have my master's degree, but I have trouble balancing my checkbook. Do you feel like you kind of not give yourself credit where it's due for the things that you have done? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's it's so easy for me to focus on the negatives in my life and the things that I am not accomplishing well because I'm such a perfectionist that I just find those things and grab onto them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, with my money management, I'm doing way better than I probably even expect that I'm doing. Um, I just I think it's hard – Um, through graduate school I cut back on hours so I am making less money and so I forget things like well I am working with not very much money to live on so you know it'd be hard for anyone you know yeah you have to kind of be able to look at the big picture and kind of be objective I understand because I'm such a perfectionist too and when we see those things that just aren't looking the way we want them to look we just get so focused on how to fix this, how do I make it right, It has to be better, I have to do better. And it causes a lot of stress and anxiety, really. Yeah. Is there anything in your life that you feel like you've been behind on, but that you've since caught up with? Um, well, I guess I am catching up currently at the moment. Um, I felt like I was behind on getting a, quote, grown-up job. <laughs> um, I'm still, I don't know, that that seems like. What's a grown-up job? A, that's not really a thing. But in my mind, <laughs> it was like I still work the job I got right out of college. That's not like, it's not a career. It's not what I love mm-hmm. to do. And so, like, I'm ready to, like, have a career job. Um, right. And so, like, I have all me, my friends are, like, like have careers now, and I'm, like, still at this job that I got just because it was the first one I could get after school. So mm-hmm. I felt behind in that, but, um, you know, I'm, now that I just finished my degree, I'm currently, like, interviewing for some really big job. So I feel like I'm catching up like at the moment. Um and I'm just trying to be nicer to myself about like like this job is a grown up job for like other people. It's like <laughs> right. Um, it's I think for me it's like a, it's it's just not what I want my career to be. So mm-hmm. I feel behind not doing what I want to for my career. Do you feel like you, you know mean. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. I think we all have that first job that when we get when we get out of college, and we're like, "Yeah, you feel like you've really made it." And then a few years down the line, you are like, "What am I still doing here?" And you know, you have all these things that you see that you want to do for yourself and for your life, and when you're not quite making that happen, you just kind of feel a little bit stuck. And then when you mm-hmm. see other people who are, you know, right, you know, their career is taking off, or, or they're so happy and they're doing all these things, and you wonder. How did I end up stuck here? Was it something that I did? What if what could I have done differently? do you find yourself having like this what if? What if I did this? What if I had done that? Kinds of kinds of thoughts? Oh, all the time. <laughs> yeah, definitely all the time. So how do you kind of cope when you have those feelings of being behind those what if moments? So During those times, I just try to remember that, you know, I am where my peers are at or even ahead of my peers in some other things like emotional Mm -hmm. intelligence. Like, I have to remember that, like, yes, I have bipolar, but I think I'm actually healthier than most of my friends because I'm constantly working on taking care of myself. And so Mm -hmm. I see them not eating well, and drinking too much, and not exercising, and, you know, I'm really doing those things for myself, and so I have to remember mm-hmm. that, like, in the taking care of myself department, I'm, like, way ahead, and i like, yeah. knowing my boundaries and my limits and knowing myself, I'm way ahead, but so I have to remember that, you know, no one's perfect at everything, <laughs> and there are certain things that, that I'm doing really well at. Um, and, you know, I recently talked, and I remember that, like, other, I'm, like, projecting what other people's lives are like. I don't actually know what their lives are like. And, <laughs> right. you know, I recently talked to this good friend of mine who I feel like is making a lot more money than me and who's been much more responsible and aware of money things like me. And she just recently told me that she even has to borrow money from her mom sometimes. So oh, that wow. was like, so that was like, oh, okay, so it's not just me, like, it's like certain times in people's life, like, you still have to borrow money. And this made mm-hmm. me feel like it was more of like a common adult problem. And, you know, not everyone's perfect all the time. And I'm just projecting that I think that they're perfect because I'm feeling really bad about myself. <laughs> Yeah, I think you kind of have to remember it's like that you can't judge a book by its cover thing because, I mean, Mm -hmm. we may look at other people's lives and it looks great on the outside, but you really don't know on the inside what is going on, what that person has to go through to keep their life looking like that. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of work sometimes for your life to just look so perfect. And it's crazy because we all want this great, big, happy, perfect life it's like there's no such it's life there's no such thing as that you know right I know for me I've had moments in my life too where I feel like my peers or even like my friends are ahead of me in like different areas of my life and I just kind of look at that and I'm like oh I really kind of internalize it as it must be me it must be something that I've done you know and I think I just kind of cope with it I like to send myself like messages self-love, whether I like to write myself a little nose, or my best friend and I actually have been getting into this thing lately where we do this I am and I can so we'll send each other messages like, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am resilient, I'm talented, I can do anything I want to, and it sounds really cheesy, but after you say it to yourself enough times and you hear someone else say it to you, you kind of start to believe it, and you kind of start to really feel empowered, and it makes you feel like, you know what, maybe, you know, I don't have a, you know, a house like the rest of my friends right now. Maybe I don't own a house, but I have this and I'm awesome at that. And I have all these other things that, that I can do. So really just kind of like focusing on your strengths, you know? Oh yeah, totally. That's a great thing to do. I also like the other thing that you said, exercising. I know people I don't think people really realize how important it is to take care of your your body as much as you should take care of your mind. Very, your body and your mind are really connected, and so I know for me, mm-hmm. like I use running, which I I think you're into as well, right? Yeah, it's a really big stress reliever. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah, for I think, sure. I think yeah, that's another way that I like to take care of myself and kind of take myself up myself up in those moments. Um, can you talk about a time where it was hard for you to watch your friends accomplish something that you maybe felt like you weren't doing so well at? Um, well, I think, it's, I think it was hard for me to watch as my friends that are in their career jobs are getting promoted and, like, Moving up, so not only are they in the job they want, but they're already like moving up in that world <laughs> um, and you know, I'm so so happy for them, but it's just like, man, like I'm gonna start my career and have to be like entry level, and not only are they like doing what they love already, but they're already like in positions of power, and like that's mm-hmm. been hard um and you know, it's mixed feelings of like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. And what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to be like that. Oh, I'm so happy, but in, in your mind, you're like, I hate you. Why is this happening for you and not me? Kind of a thing. <laughs> like you want to, you want to be proud of them and everything. Do you, how do you feel like that kind of affects yeah. relationship with your friends when when you see that? Um, I think it's pretty good because, you know, I realize that this is just my internal negative thought process. And so I'm pretty good at, like, separating that from my relationship, you know, which sometimes is bad because that means that you're not talking about it and you're internalizing it and not dealing with the emotions. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't want to ruin, like, her special moment because... I'm feeling bad about myself, and so I'm pretty good at, like, you know, pushing it back until another time to deal with it, so it's not really affected mm-hmm. my relationships, but I think in some ways it's also bad that I'm just pushing it down. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I mean, it's something you definitely have to, like, address, but not necessarily, like, with that person, you know. I feel like we all go through right. see other people. Yeah, we'll doing counselor. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what you have your support network and your and all those things for. Then it's definitely something that you address. Then I know for myself, when I've seen people do wonderful things and I'm just like, oh man, and I know I go through like sacred periods of like envy or like self doubt. And I have like my little pity mm-hmm. party, but then I have to tell myself, I'm like, wait, this is my friend. This is, you know, my family. This is, this is great and doing such a phenomenal thing and I have to just kind of remind myself of how proud I am of that person and then I just kind of turn that around and use that as a motivator for me because I'm really competitive so secretly I'm always like "Hmm, I'm really proud of you but I wonder what I can do like kind of a thing so I kind of change it and use it (laughs) and use it that's my way of making it positive because I don't want it to be bitter all the time (laughs) people are doing that yeah it's really about what you do with it so how yeah, do you totally. kind of help yourself feel better in those moments when, when you see other people, you know, doing things? I guess the way I feel better in those moments is to really, really put my energy into my friends and into mm-hmm. being happy for them and celebrating them and working to support them and you know, to, to turn you know this into excitement for them um -hmm. and then like I know there's that thing like smile and then you'll start to feel better (laughs) which sometimes I feel like is a horrible thing to say to someone but sometimes (laughs) like when I force myself to be excited for them and like focus on that it really does make me feel excited and forget myself and remember that oh my gosh I'm here to celebrate them and like let's put my own feelings aside and really like be joyful with them and like this is a happy Mm -hmm. moment for all of us because when they're happy I'm happy yeah exactly exactly I think it's kind of like those I am's and the I can's that you tell yourself like once you really start to kind of put that energy out there it you actually it becomes real you know and it's not just like yeah yeah probably you really you grow into it and you you feel you know really really good for for those people. You know we we always want to see people do well, but it's at the same time when you know you're in your late twenties or early thirties or whatever, you want to feel a sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. in yourself too. It's like what if what have I been doing with my whole adult life? You know, like you have those thoughts. So, Lenia, what advice would you give to somebody maybe in their early adulthood, even people in their 30s 40s just anybody who feels like they're kind of struggling with feeling behind other people in their life I guess just to remember that those things that we feel we need to catch up to aren't real (laughs) they're what we're creating and what we're making like you don't actually have to get this job. You don't actually have to go to grad school. You don't have to get a, buy a house. These are all constructions in our mind of things we think we need to be doing. But everyone's mm-hmm. life is different and everyone has different goals you can make. So, um, you know, it's good to set goals for yourself, but remember that those are things that you're setting for yourself and that you don't have to be like, yeah, you have to figure out money at a certain point, but, you know, it is a process and it takes time and there's no such thing as perfect. It's only what we create in our mind. Mhm. I, yeah, I think you make a great point. I think it's really, you have to remember that what's best for other people may not be what's best for ourselves and you mm-hmm. just have to, you have to know you and yourself and kind of what it is that you need and you want and how to make your, those things a reality for yourself, not, not comparing yourself to others. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Comparison's so hard. Yeah. (laughs) um, I think we all do it. There's no way to get away from it. You know, there's social media, there's all these, you know, there's television, there's all this stuff. And we're always looking at other people's lives. I mean, with things like, Instagram, Snapchat, you can always see what other people are doing. So it's kind of hard to look at somebody else's life and have like no thought about it or in some way, shape or form feel like, well, how how does my life look or how does my life feel? It's hard to do. Yeah. It's it's everywhere. It's just how you kind of deal with it and how you think about it. And it's really, I think people just need to realize that their, your life needs to be about you. It's yours. You only have that one. Linian, yeah, thank you so much for your honest and candid answers. I don't think I could have admitted that I still struggle with money. <laughs> That's a big one. And it's, it's so popular, but I feel like nobody ever wants to say that because we're like adults and we should know what we're doing with that. But I thank you for your candid answers during this conversation. It takes a lot to share about your own personal you know, experiences. So I definitely thank you for that and for your words of wisdom. Well, thanks. It's been a good topic to talk about. It is a little embarrassing talking about money, but I think <laughs> it's important for people to hear. Yeah. But I think at the same time, um, you gave some great, you know, pieces of information about how people can take care of themselves when they feel like they're behind others, especially, you know, when you're dealing with a mental health condition. It's so important to just make sure that you're focusing on yourself, whether you're, you know, Taking your medications, talking to your counselors, using your support network, whatever it is, exercising, sleeping well, whatever it is that you need to be doing to keep yourself strong. I think that's the most important thing you can do, you know, period, is just keep yourself strong. Yeah, absolutely. Linnea, it's always a pleasure. This concludes our podcast on coping with feelings behind your peers. of the Young Adult Council.